Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech, this Yevamas, Perek, Dali, Mishnah Zayin, and Mishnah Ches. We mentioned numerous times that when you do Chalitz or Yibam, you've now created a whole bunch of new Yisurim and Ervas on the Chalutz or the Yavam, the lady's siblings or the man's siblings for the, for the lady. But we didn't mention what exactly those are, what does that look like, so let's, let's delineate it all now. Chalutz Yivam, so if a brother performs Chalitz with his Yivama, so number one is, before I actually jump the gun on that, he becomes like any other brothers in regard to inheriting his dead brother's property, and that is they all divide the property equal. Now if a man dies without children, the father is considered the closest relative, and he inherits them first. And the property belongs to the father. If one does chalitza, but one does yibum, so then he's like that's like his wife. He gains all his dead brother's property, even if the father is still alive. It belongs to the father. Good. Now, back to what we opened up with, and that is the all the relatives that now become forbidden. If a person performs chalitz with his yivama, he's forbidden to marry any of her relatives, who would have been forbidden to him to marry, would have been forbidden to him had he married his yivama. But he, and similarly, she's forbidden to any of his relatives. What are those relatives? Who has to be Ima? He's forbidden to marry her mother, her mother's mother, her father's mother, and to marry her daughter or any of her granddaughters, and to marry her sister as long as this chalutz is still considered alive, is still alive. But the brother of the man of foreign chalutz are permitted to marry the chalutz's relative. That is, if uh, Ruven does chalutz with uh, Rivka, so Ruvain's brother Shimon could marry Rivko's sister. Uh, and similarly, she's permitted to marry his father and his grand his grandfather, or his grandchildren, his brother and his brother's son. Okay. However, a man is permitted to marry the close relative of his Halutz's co-wife. Uh, he's forbidden to marry the co-wife of his Halutz's relative. Okay, so this is back to our co-wives, which always makes things a little more complicated. But a man, let's say a man does chalitza with uh, with uh, uh, Miriam, and Miriam has a, a co-wife named Leah. So the man is not allowed to marry Leah, but he can marry one of Leah's close relatives because that's already it's too distant because Leah is only a, a co-wife. But he's not allowed to marry he's not allowed to marry um, the co-wife. Or for that matter, if the co-wife, or, or for that matter, um, if of uh, one of his if his chalitza. Uh, has a close relative as a co-wife, you can't marry them as well. Okay. Next Mishnah. Let's say someone f- performs chalitza with his yivama. And just to complicate things, his brother marries the sister of of the person he did um, chalitza with. And then that brother dies childless, which means the sister of his chalitza, of his, of his chalutz, the sister of this woman who he did chalitza with, now falls to this brother to do chalitza with the sister as well. He can do chalitza, but he's not allowed to marry her, and this is forbidden under rabbinic law because she's too she's too close a relative. Okay, this is going to contrast it with let's say he divorces her. A man marries uh, uh, let's say a man divorces his wife, and his brother marries this woman's sister. Then he dies. They're exempt from yibum chalitza because you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. In this case, the uh, it's the brother's wife, um, even though they got divorced, but since she's still alive, therefore she's still considered an erva, and therefore this, her sister's an erva, so you don't do chalitza with her sister. I wish you all a wonderful day.